0: Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we are going to be discussing the week 3 waiver wire ads. These are going to be the guys that you're going to be searching through, scavenging through the waiver wire and find to pick up to add to your roster for both success this week as well as for success in the future of your 2020 fantasy football league. So before we get into these week three waiver wire pickups, I'd like to ask you guys that if you do end up enjoying during this video, don't be shy, hit that subscribe button. It's free and I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. As well as I want to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at overlaydfs.com. Overlay DFS has introduced a new fantasy football game for the 2020 fantasy football season it is called the matchup shop it is the player versus player game that includes real life aspects of betting with the spread so pretty much it's fantasy points of a player versus fantasy points of another player just with the addition of the spread so in this scenario right here we have Matt Ryan versus Mitch Trubisky if you bet Mitch Trubisky you get an additional 8.5 fantasy points whereas if you bet Matt Ryan you get it you lose point you lose negative 8.5 fantasy points for that game who wins head-to-head with the spread is going to be the winner it is very simple anyone can figure it out even i can win on there so thank you guys all for listening to this spiel real quick make sure you guys check it out because you guys do all that research and you want to win some money with it make sure you check out overlaydfs.com link down below in the description and we are back make sure you check out overlaydfs.com link down below In the description, let's get right into it. Week 3, waiver wire ads for fantasy football in 2020. We begin with the running back position. Now, this guy, in my opinion, is the best pickup for the running back position. If we're talking about just this week, Jarek McKinnon, San Francisco 49ers running back going up against the New York football giants in New York on that garbage ass New York turf that all of the players were complaining about last week due to the fact that these guys were just getting hurt left and right. Now, it's pretty evident that Raheem Mostert is going to be missing time now. How much time is that? We'll really kind of figure out if you want Raheem Mostert to be picked up on your roster. If—or if, if or pick up Jared McKinnon on your roster, I should say, because Raheem Mostert is missing like four, five weeks, then Jarek McKinnon is going to be a god for the next three, four, five weeks it seems like Tevin Coleman is banged up as well. Week number two versus the New York Football Jets, the guy only had three touches, right? Three touches— and he had 77 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, 13.7 PPR points. Jarek McKinnon is going to be a fucking animal on this team. The San Francisco 49ers love to run, 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 run the ball. That's the name of the game in San Francisco. Now, normally, they do it with like six different running backs, right? Raheem gets some, Jarek gets some, Tevin Coleman gets some, right? But now, it's just going to be the Jarek McKinnon train, choo-choo, and then Kyle Juszczak, the fullback, will probably get a bunch of touches as well, but Jarek McKinnon is going to play quite well this week up against the New York Football Giants, and I believe if Raheem Mostert is going to miss significant time. Jerick McKinnon may be the best pickup of the fantasy football season as of right now coming in week number 3. Next running back to talk about here is Dion Lewis, New York football Giants running back versus the 49ers. Obviously the running back opposing the 49ers because we just talked about the 49ers running backs. Now Saquon Barkley has torn his ACL. A very sad story. A guy that a lot of people root for. A guy that a lot of people like. I don't see why you wouldn't like Saquon Barkley. Now this is going to be a pretty confusing situation because there's both Deion Lewis and as well as Wayne Gallman in New York. Now the difference here is we did not see Wayne Gallman play at all last week because the reason because of that is because literally Wayne Gallman and Saquon Barkley are kind of the same type of back in the way they play. So there's no need for them to have two of the same backs being healthy, uh, starting technically on the same team. So that's why Dion Lewis ended up starting last week when Saquon Barkley went down because Wayne Gallman was not active. Now the question is what is going to be happening? Who is going to be the main guy that plays now? If you're playing in a league that doesn't involve FAB, which is like with the budget where you got to bet on, no, not bet on guys, wager on guys, you know, put up the money. All right, if you're in that kind of a league, I'm going for Goldman. I'm just paying the cheaper price on Goldman, 3 four. get Gallman, right? But if you're in a league that's like normal waiver wire, I want Deion Lewis because I think Deion Lewis could be the overall starter, but I would not be surprised if it becomes Wayne Gallman. Week number two, he versus the Chicago Bears in relief of Saquon Barkley, 10 rushing attempts for 20 rushing yards, 1 rushing tutty, 4 receptions on 5 targets, 15.6 PPR points. Now he is not going to be a workhorse back, in my opinion on this team. Wayne Gallman will be involved but Deion Lewis is very clearly the pass catching back out of him and Wayne Gallman, so I think both guys are going to be involved But personally, I think Deion Lewis is the better pickup if you're talking about regular kind of waiver wire. But if you're talking about where you have to put up the fab budget, I'd more likely look to go for Wayne Goldman due to the fact that Wayne Goldman's cheaper and could potentially become the guy that's getting the majority of touches on the team. Next, we deal with another injury. CMC likely to miss four to six weeks. So Mike Davis is the next man up of the Carolina Panthers running back obviously going up against the LA Chargers in LA in that nice new stadium week two versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the guy had one rush for one yard right but he had eight targets eight receptions and 74 yards 15.5 PPR points now Mike Davis has a past in the NFL he was on the Seattle Seahawks and did actually play quite well so I would not be surprised if in this scenario Mike Davis may end up being the best pickup due to the fact of how involved they use the running back in the pass catching game in Carolina. And clearly, it's not just because Christian McCaffrey is such a goddamn fucking beast. It's because they, that Teddy Bridgewater likes to dump off the ball and that there are plays designed to get the ball into the running backs hand I think Mike Davis is going to be very solid now it's not going to be a 100% workhorse role where Mike Davis is seeing the field 100% of the time pretty much like what Christian McCaffrey does when he is healthy I assume there to be a split backfield just like how in the Giants scenario we're going to be seeing a split backfield whereas in normal senses it's going to be the workhorse back so understand that but I think Mike Davis will be involved in both the rushing and the pass catching game of the Carolina Panthers up against the LA Chargers is definitely kind of a tough matchup for the running back the LA Chargers uh, defensive line is very very good, but at the end of the day, I think Mike Davis is definitely worthy of a pickup, especially, well, in any scenario, but if you do have Christian McCaffrey, he's a guy that you definitely have to go out there and try and get. Next guy here at the running back position is Joshua Kelly of the LA Superchargers. Running back this week going up against the Carolina Panthers, obviously the opposite side of the thing. Now, right now, Joshua Kelly is a top 20 running back in fantasy football. It's hard to believe. I honestly wasn't all that bought in on Josh Kelly after last week. I was like, you know what? It may be a fluke. Maybe Justin Jackson will be more involved. Now it seems like Joshua Kelly has fucking squished Justin Jackson. He's eating him like he's Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know how you want to describe it, but he's murdered him in cold blood like his name was OJ fucking Simpson, all right? That's what happened. Week two versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This guy had 23 rushes, more than Austin Eckler. He had 64 rushing guards, two receptions on three targets, 49 receiving guards, 13.3 PPR points. Now, I think that this best scenario for Josh Kelly is if um, Justin Herbert is the starting quarterback, right? But right now, it seems like Terod Taylor is going to play. It seems like Terod Taylor is going to be the starting quarterback because Anthony Miller is smoking. Not Anthony Miller. I made this mistake in another video that you guys are going to be seeing later. Anthony Lynn is smoking some of Snoop Dogg's dankest kush, whatever the kids like to call it. He's smoking that shit. He's snorting lines with Adam Gaze before the game, doing that booger sugar. Because I have no idea what the fuck this man is thinking. Why would you start Justin Herbert? Now, Why would you start Terod Taylor over Justin Herbert? Why not just start Justin Herbert, who got your best player involved, Austin Eckler, into the game? When Terod's playing, Austin Eckler is fucking irrelevant. But I think even for Joshua Kelly, it's actually better if Mr. Uh, Anthony Lynn decides to play the right quarterback in Justin Herbert. He played better with Justin Herbert, so I think that Joshua Kelly is going to have another good week. I think he's definitely worthy of a waiver wire pickup if he is still available. He's probably... What much more least likely to be available than all the other guys that we have talked about before. Next running back here is Darrell Henderson, running back of the LA Rams. This week he's got the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Going to be a very tough matchup for the running back, in my opinion, to get it going. The, uh, Cam Akers in this game last week up against the Eagles. Ended up hurting his rib like he was Adam giving it to fucking Re- Eve. Now that's a nice uh, Bible joke right there for you guys. So Cam Akers, and he's hurt. So now what what happens, right? Now Darrell Henderson's involved. Darrell Henderson dominated last week. Malcolm Brown sat over there like a cuck and watched Darrell Henderson go to town on that defense. That's what happened. That's what happened. What's going to happen week three against the Bills? I have no idea. Malcolm Brown might be very involved. Could be Darrell Henderson very involved. I have no idea. But I'm picking up Darrell Henderson, and I'm storing him on the bench And you might be able to open up that storage like you're in Storage Wars. And two weeks from now, it looks like the most beautiful thing ever where they find, like, the fucking Mona Lisa painting inside that thing. And then there's other scenarios where you open it up and Darrell Henderson looks like a painting by me in third grade. And he's worth completely nothing but... There's the chance that it is that nice Mona Lisa. So week number two up against the Philadelphia Eagles. He went to town. 12 attempts, 81 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, two receptions on three targets, and 40 total receiving yards for Darrell Henderson. 20.1 PPR points. A very dominant game up against the Eagles defense. Now the Bills defense is no joke. They are going to devour Darrell Henderson and eat his ass for breakfast. So talking about week number three, don't really want to play him. Very tough matchup. Very tough situation to understand because now how did Malcolm Brown go from being so good to kind of just passing away and not doing anything? I don't know, so we got to see what we see week three before I can establish my own opinion on Darrell Henderson, but I would say if you can pick him up and store him on your team, if you don't need a running back to start, he's definitely a good guy to store on your team. Final running back to talk about in today's video is Wayne Gallman of the New York Football Giants going up against the 49ers. I talked about it earlier. He's a guy that I like if you're talking about the fab budget. He's a guy that in a super deep league, this may be your ticket to success because Wayne Gallman may be the guy most involved in the Russian game in New York. He could be, but he could also be less involved and Deion Lewis is more involved because we saw Deion Lewis play quite well Last week. So that's the way you got to kind of understand it. Wayne Gallman definitely a big risk, but could be paying off big time since Saquon Barkley is going to be out the whole fucking season. You can even sit him down and wait it out. See what happens week three. See what happens week four. Maybe, just maybe, Wayne Gallman is your ticket to the Fantasy Football Super Bowl. So if you guys want to guarantee yourself punching that fucking ticket, hitting that shit, slapping it straight in the ass, make sure you hit that subscribe button because not only is it free, it is the best. Place to get your fantasy advice. Now, it might not be the most accurate, but over here we have the most fun in the videos. We're fired up and we're ready to roll every single day with a zillion videos that you guys get all that fantasy knowledge implanted straight into your brain, like Elon Musk's brain chip that he's trying to put into people's head. You get that, but with fantasy knowledge on my channel. So please make sure you hit that subscribe button. I would really appreciate it. Now, onto the wide receiver portion of the video. We begin with the stick man, Robbie Anderson, Carolina Panthers wide receiver, going up against the LA Chargers in LA. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm here to admit when I was wrong. I was wrong about Robbie Anderson the first two weeks of the season. He balled the fuck out. Week one, balls out. Week two, balls out again. Now, slightly worse, but still has a very good game up against a tougher Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Now, he is my number one waiver wire pickup at the wide receiver position, but I still don't know what to do with Robbie Anderson is a very high upside play on a weekly basis I just worry about what happens when Robbie Anderson hits that slump what happens when he's in a game where he's just not doing well where he's not getting peppered with a million targets what happens in that scenario I'm just not too sure that he's going to continue to put this up all season but what the season has told us thus far through the first two games of the goddamn season Robbie Anderson is fucking the ass of every single defense without the use of any lube or a condom he impregnated that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense 10 targets 9 receptions 109 receiving yards No touchdown, a fumble, and 17.9 PPR points. He put up an amazing week. I didn't think it would happen. I did not think it would happen. Now, this week he gets the Chargers, so a much tougher scenario than up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Las Vegas Raiders, the first two games that he ended up playing. So don't expect some humongous game here, humongous big game against the uh, Chargers, but I do think that he may be able to bounce back the next week after this. I think Robbie Anderson is definitely worthy of a pickup, though. Now that I've seen it two weeks in a row, I'm starting to believe slightly more in Mr. Robbie Anderson. Next guy up here is Michael Pittman of the Indianapolis Colts out of USC, wide receiver, going up against the New York Football Jets this week. Now, this matchup is beautiful. It will make your eyes ejaculate straight onto the screen when you put this guy in your roster. The Jets' defense straight up could not fucking stop me. At wide receiver. They couldn't. They couldn't stop me at running back. They couldn't stop me at anything. Because the Jets are an awful organization. They fucking suck. And they're going to get devoured by Michael Pittman. Now, Michael Pittman is a good ad because Perry Campbell expected to miss some time. Now, how much time is very unclear. They have not really came out with a timetable for Paris Campbell. But he's going to be missing a couple of games. Now, he could be the wide receiver, two in this scenario. But maybe even the wide receiver, one, because it seems like Paris Campbell was the one there. And T.Y. Hilton kind of moved down to the wide receiver, two. Michael Pittman, who is a rookie, I mind you, in his second ever NFL game. Four receptions, six targets, 37 receiving yards, 7.7 PPR points. Now, I'm not expecting Michael Pittman to kind of be the second coming of fantasy football, Jesus Christ, in the second game or the third game of the season, right? But if he was ever to do it, it would be up against the New York Football Jets. This is definitely a long-term play because Paris Campbell could be missing some significant time with that injury. So I think that Michael Pittman is definitely worthy of an addition to your roster. Next guy to talk about here is Russell Gage of the Atlanta Falcons going up against the Bears this week. Now, last week, obviously, you guys all saw that game where the fucking Atlanta Falcons choked. They choked. I've never seen them choke that bad since the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. It was embarrassing. They kicked the ball onside kick, the Cowboys do, and they just circle jerk around it. They're trying to play fucking oogie cookie around the ball. Instead of getting the ball and running, or just getting the ball, laying on it, you know, so you can win the fucking game, right? They don't do that. Russell Gage, very involved. He went back-to-back Michael Jordan, 96-97, with two good games. Better week one, but a solid week two up against the Dallas Cowboys. Six receptions on nine targets. Very nice for Russell Gage. 46 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown, and 16.6 PPR points. So clearly, this guy is very involved in the Atlanta Falcons offense, and clearly, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be throwing the ball every single fucking game seven million times because they're always just going to get behind. And even when they got ahead against the Cowboys, they were still throwing the rock every single second because that's just what they do. It's beautiful to watch. It's very fun to watch. But by God, how the fuck did they lose that game up against the Dallas Cowboys? But we're not going to go super deep into that. Russell Gage, good pickup. Do I think on a weekly basis he's going to be amazing? No. No, he's going to have his down games where Julio Jones eats. But week one, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, they all ate and Russell Gage didn't eat. But with Hayden Hurst seemingly being more involved, I'm just not too sure. I believe completely in our Russell Gage, but he's done it two weeks in a row, just like with the guy we talked about earlier in Robbie Anderson. So I'm going to believe and tell you guys to pick him up. Next guy here is Corey Davis, wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans, going up against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota this week. Now, A.J. Brown is out for the whole entire season, I believe. Psych, that was some fake news. He is going to be missing some significant time, though, in my opinion. Seems like that's at least what the doctors are saying. So, Corey Davis is going to be very involved in this offense. He had a down week compared to uh, week number one. He had 17.1 PPR points going up against the Denver Broncos. But week two, still put up 12.6 points with one tutty, 36 receiving yards, five targets, and three total receptions. In that game, I expect him to clearly be the wide receiver one there when A.J. Brown is out. Now, when A.J. Brown returns, it seems like maybe A.J. Brown is actually... or not A.J. Brown. I should say Corey Davis is better when A.J. Brown is healthy. But even with that said, having the number one target on a team going up against the Minnesota Vikings, the Vikings' defense is terrible. All right, Corey Davis should be able to have a field day on Sunday, so I like Corey Davis this week, up against the Vikings, and for the future, Anthony Miller is the next pickup, Chicago Bears wide receiver, going up against the Atlanta Falcons, now we just talked about how atrocious this Falcons defense is, they were up by a zillion, they fucking lost, Anthony Miller did nothing last week though, so I understand there's reasons for concern, he probably was added to rosters, and probably ended up getting cut, because he put up a goose egg, zero total points on three total targets last week, week one though, against Detroit, four receptions, six targets, one tutty, 76 yards, and 17.6 PPR points, I expect it to look much more closer to those numbers up against the Atlanta Falcons. Last week up against the New York Football Giants, they had a convincing lead. They really had no shot that they were going to lose the game, so they just kept running it with David Montgomery because it just kept working. Now against the Falcons, it could be true that maybe they just run the ball against the Atlanta Falcons a million times and just score a zillion touchdowns, which is possible, but I do believe Anthony Miller will be much more involved. Mitch Trubisky will be more likely to air it out against a defense that cannot stop him in the Atlanta Falcons. So I like Anthony Miller this week, and for the future, I think he has a big bounce-back game here. Week number three. Now into the tight end section of the video. So if you guys have enjoyed thus far, again, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I'm putting out that content every single day for you guys. So Janu Smith, same kind of scenario here. A.J. Brown, gone, not going to play for a couple of weeks. Now playing the Vikings, should have a great game. With Janu- With A.J. Brown gone, Janu Smith had an explosive week number two. Four receptions, five targets, 84 receiving yards, and two touchdowns. I didn't even write the amount of points he had, but he had a zillion fucking points. He had 15 points in- within five minutes of the game. He had a touchdown five seconds into the game. He was dominating, just like he is going to dominate up against the Minnesota Vikings. I believe he's a very good pickup for this week, as well as for the long-term future of your fantasy football roster. And finally here, final tight end, to final player of the video, we got Mike Lickie Amagasicki uh, going up against the Miami Dolphins, or he's on the Miami Dolphins, going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday night this week now. Mike Gasicki. My, one of my uh, Miami Dolphins, obviously I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, Dan Marino, hanging on the wall over there and pointing towards him. I think you can see him. I don't know, maybe you can't, but I love Mike Gasicki because I'm a Dolphins fan, but I also love him because I liked what I saw. I wasn't too sure how he would do up against the Bills, right? I was thinking he's going to have a down week because the Buffalo Bills have a very good defense, right? And he blew their back out. Eight receptions, 11 targets, 130 receiving yards, one total touchdown, 27 PPR points. Amazing. He's clearly the number one target, it seems like, in the red zone for Mr. Ryan Fitzmagic, now if it's not Ryan Fitzmagic, if it's Tua I have no fucking idea what to do with Mike Gasicki, but right now I think Fitzpatrick's going to start even though I think Tua should get the nod on Thursday to go up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I like Mike Gasicki this week and for the future as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing for the Miami Dolphins, so thank you guys all for watching this video, thank you all the way to getting to the end of the video, I really appreciate it, I love you long time so thank you guys all for watching this video, please make sure you check out overlaydfs.com Link down below in the description. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I'll see you guys in a couple of hours with yet another brand new video. Have a great rest of your guys' day, and I'll see you motherfuckers later. Good boy!